Hey, you guys, welcome back to episode three of Daryl's Daring Thoughts. Um, let me just give a quick shout out to my godmother to help me come up with this great podcast name. I really could not figure out what I wanted to name this podcast, and the list of things I wrote down were trash. And she definitely um, had, she said, Daryl dares to think or something like that. I said, oh, that's cute. But I like Daryl's Daring Thoughts. And, you know, that's dope. You guys, I also want to give a shout out to my beautiful and amazing graphic designer who created the artwork for my podcast. Her name is Alexandria. She goes by Alex. And I just want to give a shout out to her and give you her Instagram information that has all of her artwork on there that she's done so far. And you can reach out to her if you would like for her to do anything for you. Um, her Instagram is almakeart. That's A L. M A K E A R T Al Make Art. Thank you again, Alex. While you're listening to this podcast, I want you guys to understand that I'm going to be as transparent as possible about myself, my life, my situations, what I view in the world. And I just encourage you to also be transparent in your thoughts and in your daily life. Um, it seems as though transparency has took a back seat in 2019 and I encourage you to be transparent in your life to others to yourself sometimes it's hard and difficult to be transparent I get it but transparency I believe is what we need to be able to have a better life and better relationships with each other so just note that when you're listening to this I'm going to force you to be transparent as I will be with you so just, you know, recap this week, we've been talking politics, everything about the 2020 election, who to look for, who's running, you know, why we shouldn't focus on certain individuals, why we should. And um, I have my good friend Jimmy back with us. Hi, Cordero. Thanks for having me back again. Thank you for coming back, Jimmy. I really appreciate you being here. Um, and I encourage you guys to go back and listen to episode one and two. Um, episode one, we broke down all the candidates that are running, um, their um, political affiliation. Uh, episode two, we talked about the candidates um, that are polling well and, you know, issues that I have with them, issues that Jimmy has with them, um, issues that they have plans for that we should pay attention to. Um, and so that's what we did in episodes one and two. So I encourage you guys to go back and listen to those. And this episode is, we're talking about Mr. Orange Man himself. Woohoo. Mr. Orange. Mm. Mr. I hate immigrants, but all my baby mamas are immigrants. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, he like he, you know, he likes, you know, I guess he likes them laying down where they can't speak. Oh, you know, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, I, I, I don't like that man at all. No, I, he I, is. Tr a, trust he's me, a, ditto. He's a big hypocrite, and on the list of things he is, it's just, it's just, he's yeah. So, Mr. Orange Man, we're going to talk about why it's imperative that we go out and vote, vote because I truly believe this man is going to get reelected. Just real quick, he won on my birthday. It was um he well my birthday is November 9th. Okay. But the election is November 8th. So like so, at, but at but my... technically by by the time we woke up on my birthday, Ugh. Donald Trump was president. Oh my god. And it was my 30th birthday. So 
I couldn't celebrate my birthday. No one wanted to celebrate. No one wanted to go out. I don't think anyone wished me happy birthday that day on Facebook. Oh, no. <laughs> everybody was so upset about the election. So just to top everything off that's wrong with him, he ruined your he 30th ruined birthday. He ruined my 30th birthday. That <laughs> piece of shit. Yeah. And so I was pissed. And even though I was, I knew he was going to win. I, you did. I, I had, went to I went to bed knowing he, I knew Donald Trump was going to win. Even before, oh. I went to bed knowing he was going to win because if people had a real issue with him, he wouldn't have made it that far. You're a, that's and a very good point. And I went to bed. I said I'm going to wake up to Donald Trump winning, and I did. And I went to work, and it was just. I remember that day as though it was a day of a celebrity dying. I remember the mood in. Not just the country, but the mood in downtown Chicago the day Donald Trump won. Ugh. It was a very dark feeling to have. It was, it was a very uncertain feeling to have. I heard people say you could see it on like the train when you took the train. I, I took you the train. See, so yeah, I, I was on the metro. Oh, I took the metro. So you to could downtown. see it in people's faces. You could some... see it in people's faces. People used normally talk on the train. No one was talking. It was complete silence in the air. Um, because people felt that that was the end. Yeah. And, you know, people, oh, you just jump into conclusions. You know, give them oh a chance. Oh, I can't and, even tell you how much I heard that. And so I truly believe that he can win again. And just like that, a lot of things have changed so far since he's won. You know, he did the Muslim ban. Uh, he did the trans military ban. He's done the separation of families. Um, he's just recently wanted to do the no government assistance for any immigrants that come over. Yeah. So that means if you're an immigrant and you're coming over to seek citizen citizenship, he's okay with that. But while you're waiting for citizenship, you cannot get any government assistance. You know, the ICE raids, we heard about that recently. That happened in Mississippi. Um, seven kids have died in U.S. custody um, in these quote-unquote detention centers. Um, they don't want to vaccinate any of the children or families that are in the detention centers now, you know, and this is, you know, flu season's coming up Yeah. and they don't want to do any of that. And so I have a problem. I have a, several problems with him, but these policies and the things, these are the things that people are ignoring about him that may not affect you directly, but it's, it affects us as a nation. And you probably know somebody that these issues do affect. I do. Um, yeah. Real quick, um, I'm, for those of you who don't know, I'm a Uber driver. And I was Ubering um, just on Thursday. And one of my passengers works for a hotline. She, well, she's a volunteer. She volunteers for a hotline. And that hotline directly reaches people that are in these detention centers. That these organizations are paying for them to be able to call to the hotline to speak to someone to connect them to a lawyer to represent them in a case wow to help them get out wow good and so i was hearing some of her her phone calls and it was just people talking about abuse you know uh, abuse that they're getting in the detention centers um one of her calls um was a woman who was been raped in the detention center. Oh my god. So there is a lot that's going on that people are not paying attention to. So I really wanted to talk um you know and this I'm, I'm this is serious Cordero. This is not the 
It's not fun time. This is not the fun Cordero. Like, you know, I I took my serious pills, you know, right before this episode. And I just want people to understand that 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 these are some there are some greater issues that's going going right now that we need to pay attention to. And so we're just going to break down a couple of things and why we think Donald Trump is at risk of winning again. Um, And what I want to ask you, Jimmy, Jimmy, is what is the main thing that you think is driving people to still support him? I think the main thing essentially is the economy. And it's not just I mean, every any president in, in a midterm has usually the when the economy does good they get reelected but because of everything you just listed this is why we're having that, this conversation so right now just to talk about the economy and i'm pulling from a cnn article um it remains a quote remains on solid ground with strong consumer spending propping up the country's longest expansion now in its 11th year despite weak business investment and a slowdown in manufacturing and since trump took office paychecks have grown the stock market has reached record highs and unemployment has stayed at a historic 50-year low. Just a little side note on that. He was already inheriting something good from the Obama. Hello. Can, yeah. can, can, say it one more time. Donald Trump inherited a building economy and the only reason not, he has not done anything yet, but we're going to about to get into what he is doing. You, you just messed up what I was trying to do. Say what you just said <laughs> one more time. Donald Trump inherited a good and up-and-coming economy from Barack Obama. Say it for the people in the back. Donald Trump inherited a good and up-and-coming economy from Barack Obama. Say it, to the, say it one more time. <laughs> say, it to, say it for the naysayers. <laughs> you, you just to, say it again. D- Donald Trump inherited an up-and-coming economy from Barack this, 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 Obama. This is what we do in black churches when we actually just preach, okay. preach, 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 <laughs> preach, preacher. That, that's so kind of what, okay, so what that I was. Get it. All right, cool. Yeah, preach, preacher. Say it one more time. Donald Trump, <laughs> Donald Trump has inherited an up-and-coming economy from Barack Obama. Thank you, because I am so sick and tired of that being the argument that everyone wants to use about Donald Trump. And the funny thing is the people who are saying it aren't even aren't even profiting from this great economy. No, it's just that nothing bad has happened to me, so I must be doing well. Exactly. And if you think working three jobs to pay your rent is nothing bad happening to you, Hello. then kudos to you and the feet that you stand on because I know they hurting. But no American should have to work more than one job to, you know— Put, to pay for the roof of their head. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, if you're working extra because of, you know, luxury and things that you have, but the majority of people are working two to three jobs just to pay rent. Yes. Just to pay rent. And no one should have to do that. So you're talking about unemployment rate is low. Hell yeah, because people have three or four jobs out here. Yeah, how many people are working? It'd be interesting to do a study and see unemployment is low, but how many people are working the same two, like three or the same the same type of jobs right. or like who's like, like how, based based on the growing economy and unemployment rate are those people that you're polling how many jobs do they have yes that's, that's a how, better way that's to the, say that's it. the mm-hmm. way to say it how many jobs do they have mm-hmm. because if they have two or three jobs and they're still making less than 50 to 60,000 a year that's not that's not really good no it's not it because really if is they not. have three jobs then all three of them are not full-time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so they all have so all three are part-time 
or one full-time, two part-time, you know, whatever the case mm -hmm. may be. And no one should have to do that. I mean, hell, teacher salaries are ridiculous. Oh, my God. They are, teachers are one teachers of the most underpaid jobs in this, in this teachers country. Teachers have to work two jobs. And, there, and there's one of the reasons that maybe me and you can sit here and have a conversation about this is because we have teachers who taught us well and that we don't pay them at all anything. Really. Yeah. So that's my issue um, with that. But you truly believe that people are okay with ignoring his racism, his bigotry, his treatment to women, his treatment to immigrants. You think that people are okay with ignoring that because the economy is doing so well. Absolutely. You hear, I see it all the time on TV. They'll ask someone about those things and they're just like, ah, well, he's just, like a woman said, oh, well, he's just ignorant. Is that okay? <laughs> and that's okay for you. You are willing to accept that for your own financial gain. To me, it makes me sick to my stomach. That where are our values? Where are things that we hold above ourselves? And you just want to throw that away just so that you can go and get some extra value meal or something? I think come the, on, right? Or the or you know the Popeye sandwich? Yeah, you, know, <laughs> you love those Popeye. <laughs> Listen, oh <laughs> god, it's just it it just it, it it infuriates me that you will allow someone, especially. I, I'll be a little controversial. I, what I would say to that woman is like, you realize that Donald Trump would look at you mostly as a piece of meat, right? I think what the problem is is that everyone in the in America is so is so um I um isolated with themselves and their issues. You know, it's I think people are just we, we no longer care about the, or the person next to us. No, because we're so focused on us and what we need yeah. and i don't think that people intentionally do that but you know it's just like how many how many you know this is in 2019 how do you, how many people know their next door neighbor's name how many people still have a key to their next door neighbor's apartment in case they get locked out oh, well and when that neighbor goes out of town and they check on their apartment mm -hmm. like we don't do that no more yeah. when i was a kid and i'm older than you but when i was a kid it was the the whole block knew and we knew everyone that was on the block if no one, if Miss if Miss Watson didn't, if you didn't see her in her yard in the morning, you knew something was wrong because she's always at, in her yard at seven in the morning while I'm walking on, on my way to school. Or my mother had to go switch shifts and go work an earlier shift. My mother could take me to my neighbor's house and they would send me off to school. We don't care about the next, we don't care about the neighbor no more. We don't care about each other no more. No, So I don't. think because a situation doesn't affect someone personally, they don't care. And I think that that's why a lot of people are one-issue voters. You know, I care about a woman having an abortion because I can't have children, and I think it's unfair that you have an abortion. So that's why certain Are we going to open that up? <laughs> I'm just using it as okay, an example. Okay, okay. But that's why some people are one-issue voters because of that. Yes. There are All some right. people who are one-issue voters on race because you know as a black person that's all i care about is how you're going to treat me as a black person i don't care about the um i don't care about the um planet and the the pollution i don't care about that because that doesn't affect me and that's how people it, are walking around thinking so i think because people are thinking that way they're ignoring the things that he's doing that is causing harm to this country and not only that one of the things i always say is especially when it comes to the climate thing, but just in general, when it finally comes to your doorstep to 
everybody's doorstep. Exactly. Nine times out of ten, it's at the worst it could possibly exactly. be. So why wait? So why wait and not pay attention to it? It's, exactly. It's ridiculous. So one thing that I would like for Jimmy to talk about is something that a lot of Americans have ignored, uh, which was the Mueller report. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Robert Mueller was hired um, to do the investigation on whether Donald Trump committed um, any acts of uh, crime um, during his time running for president and while he was president, if he had any ties to Russia, um, if Russia assisted him with the election knowingly, and what part he played in all of that. And so the Mueller report came out, I think it came out back in March or April, something like that. Yeah. And, you know, no, it, it's been record set that n- people didn't read it. People didn't give not one, two shits about the Mueller report. And it's disheartening for that. So I want Jimmy to just give us a highlight on some of the things that the Mueller report found, um, discovered for us that we need to be paying close attention to going into the next election. So the Mueller report was basically broken up into two parts. Part one was all about conspiracy, and part two was about obstruction. So conspiracy was about whether the Trump campaign knowingly conspired with the Russians to help him win the election. And a little side note, please, everybody in the media, stop saying the word collusion. It is not a legal term and is something that would never, ever, ever appear in the report. Ain't nobody listening to this in the—you in the, say that I, like— I know, I know, but just so people can be understand, cons- collusion would have—that's why people didn't care. Because it didn't say collusion. But that's just a side note. Okay, because you said that like I got some reporters listening to this. No, I, I know. Hey, y'all, I if y'all are, <laughs> like, you thank are, you for listening, but... <laughs> but just to say, it, it, they are the, uh, people are misleading you when they use that term. So, with conspiracy, the Mueller report found that while the Russians wanted Donald Trump to win the election and were definitely interfered they interfered into the 2016 election and that while the trump campaign knew that this was going on and was willing to benefit of it benefit off of it there was insufficient evidence to show that the donald trump's campaign knowingly took any goods or did anything to say they to help the help the russians with them interfering in our election so basically they could they know that Donald Trump had communication ties with the Russians they know but they can't prove that he actually took something from them that is that and not only that it's also that they might have been talking to somebody who because they didn't know that they were talking to a Russian a Russian part of the Russian government mm-hmm. they can't be found guilty or one thing that everybody talked about was the Trump Tower meeting because yes. they took that Donald Trump Jr. and Jared Kushner took that reading with that Russian woman. Mm-hmm. And because there was no – and that whole Russian babies thing was BS. It was because they offered dirt on Hillary Clinton. But because because they didn't walk away with actual evidence that the Russians gave them, it's technic- technically mm-hmm. not conspiracy. But didn't Robert Mueller say that – it was up to Congress. Yes. So to the other do what part, they needed to do. That's part two. Part two is obstruction, and there are ten instances that Robert Mueller talks about. Which you there's ways to fi- simpler ways to find. Look what the ten instances mm-hmm. are to show that Donald Trump tried to 
end the investigation, have Robert Mueller fired or fired James Comey in order to stop the investigation. Mm -hmm. And they did not reach a conclusion on it specifically because according to the rules, the rules of the Department of Justice, they were not allowed to reach a conclusion on this and they had to leave it for Congress to decide. And that's a very important distinction I want people to hear. Yes, but also um, during the Mueller investigation, which was like a two year investigation. Two years, yeah. How many people, weren't like t- over 20 people? Over 20 people, both Russians and people from the Trump campaign were found guilty of crimes or charged with crimes and put in jail. So 20, over 20 people that had encounters with Donald Trump were found guilty of lying to the FBI or doing some collusion themselves mm-hmm. but out of those 20 people they could not tie anything specifically to donald trump no there there was no way they had insufficient evidence to specifically say that to show that donald trump or senior members of his staff mm-hmm. who so, weren't so he's smarter could, than i thought well that's the funny thing he's a he's he's been a crook for years so he knows this how is to, true he knows how to get away with things. Right. And I think it's just important that we understand that and especially to just pay attention because Congress is not in session now. And this is going to be at the top of the issues when they come back in session. So I just wanted to let that be known because that's extremely important. Well, thank you, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm going to wrap it up here, you guys. I really want to thank Jimmy for being a part of this whole week um, series for um, the presidential campaign. Thank you, Jimmy, for being here. I really appreciate being able to add my voice to your conversation. So thank you so much for and having me. You're welcome. And I just want people to understand that, you know, I'm going to be talking about a lot of different things um, on this podcast. Um, so there may be some things that interest you more than others, but I definitely really want you to pay attention to this podcast because there are so many. This is very important. You know, this is our future. and just to close with something, Donald Trump has already selected, elected um, two members of the Supreme Court that are strict conservatives. A lot of presidents don't get two. They stopped Obama from doing one. And he has two. Just two days ago, or just yesterday, a member of the Supreme Court um, just announced that she's battling cancer. and. It's pancreatic cancer, and she's already an older lady, and this is her fourth time dealing with cancer. At any given moment, Donald Trump can say that she's unfit to carry out her duties on the Supreme Court, and then Donald Trump can elect another Supreme Court justice, which means that it will be more conservatives on the Supreme Court than, um, than liberals. Which means that when it comes to the voting, they can lose. Voting happened on the Supreme Court for gay marriage. Um, voting happened on the Supreme Court for, you know, the recent bans on abortions in a lot of different states. And if you honestly think that all 50s, all, all, all boy, what, yeah, all the states, because it's I, I think it's like three or four, five states that are like have strict stricter abortion laws. Laws that are basically saying that you right. can't get abortion outside of 
right outside of a heart like the, or, or like, the heartbeat law the yeah. heartbeat law mm-hmm. if you truly think that that's not going to now affect the rest of us if he gets another person on the supreme court you're sadly mistaken donald trump is really really a problematic individual and everything that he has done with the education system with the person he had put over the put over the education system for his racist remarks for the 19 women that have accused him of sexual assault that he has not faced any any he has not faced any actions against um for um those accusations he is really not a a good person and i just want people to take it more serious and in taking it serious means i need you all to listen to these three episodes get more involved in your politics locally locally is just as important as nationally um listen to the senate races um it's very important that we pay attention to the senate race because the senate race is just as important as the presidential race listen to these candidates see who you in lines with you and be more than just a one issue voter because even though i'm black and black issues affect me um the pollution and the things that's going on in the world with pollution, I'm still going to have issues with that, whether I'm black, white, brown, whatever. So one issue that may affect you personally can eventually affect you later. And why not deal with it now? So again, I thank you guys for listening. Come back next week. Uh, next week, we're going to get into some more juicy things. Um, and again, pay attention to my social media platforms um, to hear more about it. To follow me on social media, you can go to Instagram. I'm very active on Instagram. Um, it's Cordero underscore Santiago. Um, my Facebook is Cordero Dante Santiago. Dante is D-O-N-T um, apostrophe E. Follow me on Instagram to just stay in touch with everything I'll talk about. I'll update you on um, the upcoming episodes and things to look forward to. I thank you all for listening. Um, Have a good day.